This is Filling the Sink, a podcast from Catalan News. My name is Lucia Benavides, and today we're talking about the history of the Romani language. Romani is the main language of the Roma community and one of the biggest minority languages in Europe, estimated to be spoken by millions of people. But because the Roma people have been persecuted for centuries, their language and culture have suffered tremendously. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the origins of the Romani language and where it stands today. We're also going to hear from two Roma activists who are spreading awareness about their history, culture, and language. Here to shed light on the topic is reporter Lea Belayeva. Hi, Lea. Hi, Lucia. So can you delve deeper into the Romani language? What are its roots? What does it sound like? Who speaks it? Yeah, so... Romani, which in Romani is called Romani Chip, is, as you mentioned, uh, a language spoken by the Romani people. And it belongs to the Indo-Aryan language group. So the Indo-Aryan language group are the languages spoken in South and Central Asia, in the regions of today's India and Pakistan. Okay. This is also where the Roma people originally emigrated from some 1,000 years ago. I and, see. And this means that the language actually has quite a few similarities to the Indic languages, such as Sanskrit and Hindi, especially in terms of, of vocabulary, although they wouldn't be able to understand each other today. I see. Okay, so maybe as far as tone goes, it's a bit similar, but the words themselves are different. It's actually the other way around. So oh, okay. the words have a similar root or similar base, but now the conjugations and how you use them may be different. Okay, okay. And how many people speak Romani? So that's a kind of complicated uh, question to uh, to ask and to answer, of course. In, uh, in some places, it says that in Europe, there are around 3.5 million people who speak it on a native level. But then other data shows that actually there are 10 million people, and other data yet say that actually it's 16 million people who speak it on a regular basis. So the data wow. is very, very different. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge range from 3 million to 16 million. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And the 16 million number reflects the number of Roma people worldwide, I understand. Yes, exactly. Because the, the thing is that, that it's actually not all of them who speak the right. language as their first language. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. And some may speak at different levels, different... Okay. Yeah, or, or, or nothing at all, or just right. a few words. Yeah. So, so maybe that's also why the, the range is so huge. Right, okay, that makes sense, that makes sense. Um, and I also read that while Romani is one language, there are a lot of dialects within it. Can you explain what that means? Yeah, this is very, very interesting if you were a language nerd. <laughs> um, the thing is that... It is and has always been primarily an oral language. So this means that it influences and is influenced by the languages that it comes in contact with. And that okay. can be, for example, uh, Persian, it can be Armenian, Greek, or the Slavic languages, or uh, Romanian, which they speak in Romania. Mm -hmm. So actually, there are around 10 dialectical groups. I see. Uh, around the world or in Europe, I guess, specifically? It, Mostly. It's mostly in, in Europe because most of the Roma people, they are based in Europe okay. or they live in Europe. Yeah. But it's it's all around the world. Okay. And then also the, the 
the, the interesting part is that all of these 10 dialectical groups, they have sub-regional variations. Wow. So this means that in total, there are over 35 variations wow, of the Romani language. Oh yeah. my God, yeah, yeah. And what about in Spain or specifically in Catalonia? What are the dialects heard here? Yeah, so in Catalonia or in Spain, Caló is the primary variation of Romani. Mm -hmm. But it's not really spoken that much today. A rough estimate would be around 65,000 to 170,000 people who actually speak it. But some Caló words have snuck into both Spanish and Catalan. Oh, wow. Like you were, you were saying that, yeah, Romani is influenced by and influencing its, exactly, its surrounding exactly. languages. So okay. So, what, yeah, what are some examples of, of words in Spanish or Catalan that come from Romani? Some examples are words that are used very, very frequently. Uh -huh. One would be, for example, chaval, okay. which is both used in Spanish and Catalan, yeah. and it translates into like dude. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the spicy paprika sausage chorizo. So chorizo is a Romani word. It's oh, wow. a Romani word. So actually, wow. a lot of the words that ha that start with ch in uh -huh. Spanish and Catalan, they come from the Romani language. Ah, interesting, interesting. Um, so with that many variations, is there a standardized Romani language? Or has there been an attempt to standardize it at least? Uh, for example, like how Catalan was standardized by Pompeo Fabra in 1906, and Catalan also being a minority language in Europe. It's a little complex to answer, too, to tell you the truth. So what happened was Marcel Curtiade, he was a French linguist and advocate for the Roma people, he proposed a standardization of the language. And this standardization was adopted by the International Romani Union in 1990. The International Romani Union is an organization active for the rights of the Romani people. Mm -hmm. But then in reality, what happened after this adoption is that since the Romani language is still struggling with an international recognition it's, and it's not spoken in one place mm -hmm. people they just still speak their own their own dialect or their own variation mm -hmm. so there is this one this one proposal uh, mm -hmm. of a standardization but it doesn't mean that everybody speaks the same language still right right and i'm sure this also it doesn't help that the Roma community is stateless, like that there's not one country that they live in. They live all over Europe mostly. And so maybe somebody in Romania and someone in Spain will speak different, like we mentioned earlier, variations of Romani. Exactly. That's that's what's happening. So in order to ensure a language is not lost, um, to ensure its survival, uh, especially if the community is marginalized, it's important to you know, if it's not possible to standardize it, to at least fight for it. Uh, can you tell me about the activism within the Roma community here in Catalonia? Here in Catalonia, there are a number of activist groups that tackle a variety of issues. So I actually talked to two Roma activists, Seo Sismich, who is the honorary ambassador of the Romani language, as well as the director of Romanoker, and Marinela Isuf of Romanipesh. Okay, let's hear what they said. In Barcelona, Roma activists have been creating spaces to cultivate their language, history and culture for years. One of these spaces is Romanoker, the Romani house, located in the heart of the city. Here, the community holds exhibitions, organizes talks about the Roma culture and offers language classes. 
Bueno, yo diría más que organización, es un espacio dedicado a la recuperación de memoria histórica romaní. Eh, eh, It's a space dedicated to recovering the historic memory of the European Roma people while also working on recovering the language, explains Seo Sismit, director of Romanoquer. At Romanoquer, you can see Roma artwork, historic documents, and symbols of the Roma culture, like the flag. It has a blue and green background symbolizing the sky and fields, and a red 16-spoke cartwheel that represents the journey of the Roma people and pays homage to the Indian flag, which is the origin of the Romani people. The space also has videos and photos of famous Roma people like singer and poet Papushka or 20th-century boxer Johann Rokeli Trollmann. A través de este personaje construimos y damos a conocer historia para que a la gente, a los jóvenes pueda llegar. Through these people, Seo Sismich says, we're showcasing our history so that people, especially the younger generation, can be exposed to a stronger, more radical and activist narrative. Marinela Isuf is another activist working on strengthening the Roma culture. She's with the association Romani Pesh, formerly known as La Asociación del Joves Gitanos de Gracia. Marinela teaches after-school classes in English and Romani at the Cornell School in L'Hospitalet. She's done so since 2018 and has more than 100 students. Marinela is part of the Roma community. Romani is her first language. The goal, she says, is to teach both Roma and non-Roma kids basic language skills in these two languages. And the aim of that project is like to recover again our language, like to be spoken in every city or every village in Spain, especially for a new generation because they do not have so much information and we are trying to share this information and also to, to teach them how they can talk our beautiful language that is Romano. At Romanoquer, the Romani house, Romani language classes began as an initiative during the pandemic. They're all online and reach students from all over the world. Seo Sismich says that this is key because the Romani language is a living testimony of their being, their history and their identity. Por lo tanto, la lengua es un testimonio vivo de nuestra, de nuestro, de nuestro ser, de nuestra historia, de nuestra identidad. Every time we learn a new word, he says, the anti-Roma sentiments diminish. Thank you to both activists for speaking with us. So we just heard that beautiful quote from C.O.C. Smidge. I really like that because he's right. You know, the more we're exposed to a language, the more familiarity we have with it, the less likely we are to respond negatively or in a prejudiced way. Um, so I'm curious, what can people do to learn Romani, even if it's just, you know, some words, some basic vocabulary? That's an excellent question. Another way of learning the language was introduced in 2022 when the first Romani Catalan dictionary came out. And it's important to stress that there already exists Romani Spanish dictionaries, but not mm -hmm. a Romani Catalan one. Oh, interesting. So this is the main difference. And this dictionary is now available in bookstores everywhere. Cool. It was created and published by Sismich and Ignacy Xavier and Diego Lajara, a professor of Indo-European linguistics at the University of Barcelona. And Sismich actually told me that the dictionary is a way of empowering people to learn Romani, even if they don't take classes, like a step-by-step -step process when you get curious, like how would I say yeah. this word, and then you can look it up, yeah. where before you wouldn't, you couldn't. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe online, but sometimes you know you get different answers. Uh, you never know what places are actually like. 
uh, reputable or yeah. that's right and mm. now you will have like a, a book that's uh, that's great um, and I'm curious is the dictionary the Calo dialect that we talked about earlier that's spoken in Catalonia that's very important uh, to stress that it's not Calo uh, even though it's a Romani Catalan dictionary but it's the the standardized uh, Romani okay the one we spoke about earlier the one that um, that was approved by the union yes yeah okay okay great so we heard from you know the activists that you spoke to in Barcelona. Um, can you tell us a bit more about the history of the marginalization of the Roma community? Because I know it's you know it's been going on for a very long time. It's been going on since forever, basically. Um, one example that we don't really talk that much about was the persecution of the Roma people during the Second World War, mm -hmm. and actually. Members of the community were also put in uh, in concentration camps, and many people died in these concentration camps. And then what happened afterwards was that that the community they had to fight to get uh, recognition because they weren't included as victims of war, as the the Jewish community, for example, was. So they have always lacked official recognition for their suffering and for everything that they have gone through. Yeah. And then if we talk about what's going on today, because we can say, oh, okay, well, the Second World War, that's almost 100 years ago, but how is its situation today? So the situation today is, of course, a little bit better, but in 2022, for example, on a Spanish level, there were almost 600 cases of discrimination against Roma people. But according to Seo Sismic, the real number is actually much higher because as he says, the, the cases are often underreported because in, in, in the community, many people, they don't report incidents to the authorities mm -hmm. because of lack of trust in the system. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. You have a history of being ignored and yeah, not taking your not taking your experience kind of seriously. It makes sense that you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't trust in authorities. Yeah, there's a lack of trust in the authorities, but also, as you said, Lucia, there's kind of an internalized anti-Roma sentiment that has been fomented after these all of these centuries of discrimination, mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. So it makes total sense. And the Spanish Foundation of the Roma Secretariat, they publish annual reports on discrimination and just how the situation is going in the Roma community. And some of their findings from 2023 are that people have been denied access to establishments and at school students they get bullied or they or their examples of teachers comments and stereotypes and prejudice against the wow. ki the kids wow that's awful um and that reminds me you know there there are a lot of words used about the roma community expressions you know in in english and spanish and catalan that are so normalized that a lot of us grew up hearing um and that are very offensive to the Roma community. And yeah, and mm. I think that's that's one of the things uh, in in the discrimination that uh, that people they say things without really thinking about mm -hmm. the meaning behind it and yeah. how it has a a, a racist or a stereotypical mm -hmm. uh, tone to yeah. it. Yeah, 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 and and especially like you were saying, like teachers who say it around kids who are from the Roma community. You know, they're gonna from a very young age internalize, you know, hatred towards their own. Uh, identity. And that's the thing that the activists, they want to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, besides the work that these activists are doing kind of at a more grassroots level, um, what's being done in Catalonia um, maybe 
at the school level, like or at a more institutional level, um, at a, like a political level, to fight against Romani discrimination and also to ensure the Romani language isn't lost. So one thing that Spanish authorities have done is that in 2022, they added anti-Roma sentiments as a hate crime to the Spanish criminal code. Oh, wow. So that's really a, yeah, big, step a big step because it doesn't exist in many other countries. And in Catalonia, they also do have a Roma agenda, meaning that they provide funding for organizations and associations uh -huh. that are working with the Roma community. So that can be also grants for different projects. Mm -hmm. And one of these grants is the Romani Pesh, the classes that we just talked about, and also the dictionary. <laughs> It's time now for our phrase of the week. This week, we're going to change it up a little bit. And instead of Catalan, we're going to do Romani. And uh, Lea actually asked Marinela Isuf for her help in thinking of one. And this is what she gave us. Lea, what does this phrase mean? The phrase means don't judge the book by its cover. Okay, so it's one that we know in English and Catalan and Spanish as well. Um, so it's good to know the Romani version of it. And it kind of goes along with the topic of today, you know, not to discriminate, not to judge people by what they look like, by what they speak, and just to accept them as they are. That's all we have time for today. Thank you, Lea, for your reporting. Thank you to Marinela and Seo for speaking with us. We'll be back next Saturday with another episode of Filling the Sink. In the meantime, you can catch us on social media or email us at fillingthesink at acn.cat. On behalf of the entire team here at Catalan News, I'm Lucia Benavides, wishing you a wonderful weekend. Goodbye, ciao, adeo.